Hello, and welcome back to another episode of What Would Helen Say? So in today's episode, I'm uncomfortable with your feelings. The couple explores a little bit more of the Meta Emotions interview on sadness. As we continue to talk about how each feels about sadness, we then get into the dynamic of how each person feels about the other feeling sad. And you see how a person reacting to you isn't always reacting to you, that a lot of times a person may be reacting to how they feel about feelings and not necessarily your feelings. If you like the work that I'm doing, you'd like to support my cause, or if you're interested in accessing premium content about the sessions and notes that help you on your therapeutic journey, please click the link below for more information. Thank you. <laughs> sure, we can switch it up, no problem. Okay. Um, so we are jumping back into our Meta Emotions interview and continuing with sadness. I have my moments where <clears throat> I'm like really sad and I try to still like avoid it and still like do other things to like um like not deal with it I guess. But I think that's pretty much it. Like what else do I do? Mm. I'll like go in my room probably like close the door and just like be by myself for a while. But um like facing it as I should, I know I probably don't. So it kind of sounds like a calmer version of what happened in your childhood. Like there's no one yeah. there punishing you, but you're still isolating and saying, okay, let me keep this away from everybody else. Yeah. So what do you think you look like when you're sad? Um, I don't know. I know that I'm a mess for sure. Like, I just know it. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I won't, like, physically, like, I know that, like, you know, I look just tired, I guess. Like, I don't know. Um, I know that I wouldn't like keep up with my physical appearance, like as far as like wearing certain clothes or like doing my hair and stuff like that. Like I'll just like be to myself kind of thing. How do you think other people can tell when you're sad? Um, they can't. because you work hard at hiding it? Yep. I think like he'll know, but like outside of that, nobody would really know. Okay. So do you talk 
to anyone when you're feeling sad? No. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't. I'm sorry, I was just reading some of the questions and they looked all the same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so can you give me a recent example of you feeling sad? Um, like a few days ago, I found out something about my little cousin and that means that, um, but I think like normally if like he's here, like he would see me being sad, but like when I found out the news, he was at work. So it's like, I I was so sad to the point where I didn't even like fully tell him till like days later. Like I thought that I had already mentioned it to him, but I didn't. I just like kind of kept it to myself. So if he was home, how would that how would that have been different? Um, I would have told him like immediately as soon as I found out or as soon as I got off the phone, um, speaking with that person. Like or he probably would have been like right next to me, like hearing it. But yeah, I probably would have just told him while he was sitting here. So how do you feel when you do tell him about your sadness? Um, when I tell him sometimes I feel like I'm just like complaining. So then other times I just won't say anything at all. Or it'll be like the same thing of like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes he's like dismissive. So it just makes me sometimes just like not want to share it. Or he like jump into action to say like, let me just hurry up and you know, like fix it kind of thing, as opposed to just being like a listening ear. Well, you just answered the next question, which was how to get <laughs> respond to your sadness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then the last question in this section is, how do you feel about his response to your sadness? At that point, when I feel that he's like being dismissive or whatever to how I'm feeling when I'm sad, then now I'm mad because like it's like it, I almost tell myself like you know, and I probably say it to him all the time. I don't know. I'm like, well, like this is why this is exactly why I just keep it to myself. So I'm pretty sure I said that right. Yes, it's a lot. To my um defense. See, here we go. It's always a defense. Because I right? literally because, just said this to you yesterday. <laughs> Listen, right? It's not that I don't like it's not that I'm being let me see. Dismissive. Dismissive. It's more so I'm trying to help. So whatever I can do to, to help him stop stop being sad, it get twisted to I'm not really paying paying attention to it, but it's like I'm trying to help to avoid her, her, her from being sad. 
okay. So we want to shift that. Part of why we're going through this particular exercise is so that both of you can gain a level of comfort with dealing with these feelings in a way that's good for your partner. So what she's saying is she doesn't want a quick fix. She doesn't want to shh, 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 it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, let's get over it. She doesn't want that. What she wants is for you to listen and to validate it's okay for her to feel sad. Which is different from your experience of what you talked about last week. Because right. in your childhood, you were used to, if you felt sad, then somebody's going to come and fix it. So, And it's perfectly okay if that's where you stay. That if you share with her that you're feeling sad, what you want from her is for her to help you fix it. But what she's saying she wants is not for it to be fixed, but just to be okay to feel the way she feels. Got it. All right. So now we're going to switch. So, Jay, what's it like for you to be sad at this present age? Um, right now, at this age, being sad, um, I want to say, I really get sad at this age, but it's like, but what if I do? It'll be more so go outside with like um with my best old friend. Go outside with him. Um, chill, have some drinks, laugh, and just try to try to forget about being sad. It's more so just try to um try to find something good to um to um deal with rather than being sad. So then you try to find ways to change how you feel so you don't yeah. have to feel the sadness. Yeah. I'm just curious. Are there ever any moments in which you feel sad about something and there is no fix? Um, honestly, I don't, I don't really think so because, because I really believe like you could fix, you could fix anything. So I'll give you an example because this is my most immediate thought in regards to not being able to fix something. If someone important to you dies, like you can't fix the fact that this person is gone. Um, I can't fix it, <coughs> but, but it's, like, it's like I learned to deal with it more. It's like ever since I was my grandmother, I just learned like to deal with death more. So like 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 so so like if someone do die, it's like it's it's more so to me. It'd be like that's life. You feel me? Like like on, like on some day, you have to go. You have to pass on some day so like that's their time right now it'd be i be don't um, don't don't get me wrong like, i'll be i'll be sad and all but it's like i know how to handle it now so tell me more about that sadness in times when you feel sad 
you know, you're missing your grandmother. It's whatever moment in your life that you're thinking, hey, it would have been awesome if she were here for this. She was a part of this. What would she say? What would she do? Like when you're in those moments of just missing her, like how do you cope with that? Um, honestly, I just, um, how do I cope with that? I want to say, oh uh, man, that's a, that's a tough question because, um, I want to say, let me see. I just, I just, I just keep going. It's like, I know, I know I would have, it's like, I would have loved her to be here, but it's like, she not. So I just keep going. I just, I don't know. I just keep on living and keep on. Oh yeah. Well, my grandmother would love this, but she's not here right now. So I got to just keep going. Understand, you have to keep going. I get that part, but do you allow yourself time to, if you need to cry in that moment, to cry, or just to sit for ten minutes even, and just kind of be like, man, you know, like I just got to take this in. Like, is there ever a pause where you just recognize feeling the way you feel, or is everything just just keep moving, keep going to the next thing, keep going to the next thing? Just keep going to the next next thing. might be very interesting if you get to a point where you can't keep going <laughs> yeah i mean i know i know that point <clears throat> won't come but as of now everything just keep going and going and going okay so whenever you do have a moment of sadness like what do you think you look like excuse me what do you think you look like when you have a moment of feeling sad? Um, no one, no one can tell if I'm sad, or sad or not. Regular appearance, regular. Do you ever talk to anyone when you're feeling sad? Um, no. It's like I'm not really. That's not. That's not a feeling of mine. It's like I like like I really get sad. Well, from what it sounds like, you may have a moment of experiencing sadness, but then you put all your energy into avoiding feeling it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're right, but like, when I do get sad, it'd be like something like death or something like that. Other than that, I, I can't really recall being sad. Like, like, like really sitting there being sad and crying and thinking about what's going on. 
Okay, well, sadness doesn't always have to be, you know, that, I, I guess, impactful, you know, every single time that it shows up. Sometimes sadness can be like, it's a brief moment, but you give yourself time to acknowledge, you know what, kind of sucks. Yeah. So I want to come back because you, in the beginning, you said if you feel sad, then you like hang out with your friend, you drink, you, you know, you chill, you laugh. So then what are those things that make you feel like you need to go hang out with your friend and feel better? Um, like I said, if it's something like with family, like a death or, or like if I want to say, Um, I really don't. Um, I'm trying to think. What else? What else make me sad? You tell me. You know. You know everything about me. Um. Just, just if it's if it's something at home that I can't fix at the moment. Might be a little down about it, but obviously it comes to me fixing it all or on the or whatever it is getting fixed. I don't know what you're saying. Hmm? I don't know what you're saying. Like um if it's an issue where either like me or you or if it's like something in the house got it like like a bill or something at the house that I can't really that I can't pay right now, but I have to wait, and it's like them. It's like them. It's like them kind of things that make you sad. I think bills and that kind of stuff need to be a separate conversation. I mean, but it can still be a source of sadness. <laughs> no, definitely. But I'm. St I have a lot to say on that. So oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, is there anyone besides your friend who you earlier identified that you would talk to? Um, at that, um, no, no, not really. It just him. That's the only one that I really like go to with. What, what, or like me being sad or that I could talk to besides her. Can we also put like a little um little bullet point next to the friend that he's referring to, so we can circle back to that. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So I highlighted those two things. <laughs> mm -hmm. So for you, can you <coughs> identify the last time that you felt sad? Um, last time, probably December, 
Yeah, December when my um when my uncle passed away. What was that like for you? Um, um it was kind of, it was kind of rough. Cause it was like it was um more so me more so me and my uncle wasn't really really like on good on terms. And then we made it we made it decent, but it still wasn't like it's like we never really really sat down and really like had that talk to really fix it, but but it was decent. It was more so we see each other, we speak, but we didn't really had that talk. So is that something that still weighs on you? Um not not um, really because it's more so more so we started back speaking and it was like more so it's death it gotta come so you gotta you gotta keep pushing so just back to just keep pushing don't sit with that feeling just keep going yeah so like how do you feel about sadness in general like whether it's you it's someone else like how do you feel about it um, what do I feel about sadness? Um, I mean, I mean, everybody gets sad. It's an uh, emotion, so I know that it's normal. But for me, I rather, for me, when it comes to sadness, I rather fix it because that's not a, that's not, that's not a emotion. That's not an emotion that that I that um that um that I want to deal with or like or like anybody else around me to deal with. So you're kind of uncomfortable with it. Yeah. So does that play a role when she's feeling sad? Are you uncomfortable when she expresses feeling sad? Um, yeah, because it's like, it's like, it's like I don't want her sad. So I try to fix it before she gets all sad and down. So another question. So you trying to fix it, is that 100% about trying to help her? Or is that a lot about you trying to fix your own feelings of discomfort? Um, um no, no, no. Basically, uh, I don't want to. It's not me. It is, because I literally just told him this the other day. It's not me. It's, or yesterday. It, and it had nothing to do with me, but it was I with want, somebody else. Why would I want my woman to be Oh, sad I get what you're saying, no, that's but not, that's not that's what not did I, that's but, not what I want. All right, but Me, what did I say to you the other day, though? You said this, but I'm saying no. That's not that's not what I want, though. As a as a man, I don't want my woman to be sad and crying get, and hurt. I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is is not just with me. Like you do that with everybody around you. And I said I feel like you do that so you can get like some type of I don't know if it's like a credit or like like I save the day kind of thing. Like you get what I'm saying? Like I have to save the day. Interesting. But it's like, not, I don't know how to word that. But, but it's not that though. It's only like it's only for people that I care for if they're around me and they sad. You gotta I it's like it's 
it's, it's like I try to fix it. Like, if but you, you come don't to me have sad, to fix it is what I'm saying. Like, you can just literally just sit there and like, listen, sometimes you could just need to vent. That don't mean that you got to jump into action all the time. Because then now this is what I'm talking about. Now it goes back to what I said on the very first one. You jump into action each time. So now people are already expecting you to jump into action. So they're going to automatically come to you for these things. So now this is what I'm saying when I said the other day with him, with the one that you highlighted. He already know that you're going to do something. Your mom, your sister, whoever, like they already know that you're going to do it. It's already expected because that's what you do already. They know that you're not going to sit around and be like, oh, well, I don't want you to be sad. So let me just go ahead and give it to you. Let me just go ahead and do it for you. That's what I'm saying. In your mind, you might think that you helping, but it's like, why are you helping? Are you helping for you or are you helping for them? Because in a way, it reminds me of what you said about your godfather, that when you were little, you went to him from primarily because you wanted him to fix it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of seems like you've recreated that same dynamic in which people intentionally come to you because they want you to fix it. But then that also leads into the question of are you fixing it because you're predominantly uncomfortable seeing them unhappy, struggling, sad, or whatever? I mean, excluding, you know, her, other people, extended family members, friends, or whatever. If you're uncomfortable with seeing them that way and it's harder for you to be that person who sits and says, wow, that sucks and not do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, yeah. You just said it already. No, you said it. You nah, said, nah, I nah. don't like seeing nah, look, right? look. It's more so I do it, but, but it's like, it's like it's like the people, the the people that I that I do it for, they will do the same for me. They will, you know. You can't even know. It's like it's, it's like they will do the same for me. She just she just don't want to. She just don't want to under, understand that because she. Be jumping so quick to oh oh and why you doing this why you doing that not even not even understanding that that if the shoe was on the other foot they would do the same for me so i don't want to dive too deep into that but i do want to throw one question out there have they yes okay plenty plenty of time Two more questions in this section and we're gonna move on to our next part. Um, so how does V react to you feeling sad? How does she react? I mean, I mean, she's the only one that I know if something really like bothering me. So she'll ask me, she'll ask me like, is everything okay? Are you good? Do you need anything? But but me, I just be like, oh no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I don't need anything. 
she be um she be concerned a lot, but but I just tell her that I'm all right, I'm good. So that you don't really open up to her and say, No, this is you know bothering me, this is going on, this is that. You kind of shut her out of your sadness. Um you can say that, but well, she already know. She be knowing so um bother me if I'm sad, but but then I got the but then I got the whole it's a right thing, so I just keep it pushing. So I tell her I tell her that I'm that I'm good. Couldn't quite hear what you were saying. The um, do you feel like he pushes you out when he's feeling sad all the time? Yeah, all the time. <clears throat> and now it's like if I'm asking you if something is bothering you, and you're constantly telling me no, but I can sense that something is wrong. It's like I don't know how to deal with that because now I feel like like you essentially like hiding stuff from me. So I feel like then it creates. Uh, even bigger issue. Uh, I don't be I don't be high. Things it just you had a lot of things. It just that uh, I just keep it pushing. I don't really wanna wanna dwell on the whole being sad and then uh, or whatever bothering me. Like it's like. It's like I'm a man. I'm gonna get over it. I'm a. I'm a. I'm going. I'm going to fix it. Okay, but regardless of whether you're male or female, you're human first, and every human being has emotions because that's part of just how we're created and how we operate. And yeah. those, so this is how I explain emotions to people. Emotions serve the same purpose as your five senses: see, hear, taste, touch, smell. Right. If those five senses are working correctly, why would you ever ignore the information that they're giving you? Like you can choose to, absolutely. But let's say you're walking down the street and your eyes and ears alert you to there's a speeding car coming. Like you can still make that choice to walk into the street despite knowing that there's a speeding car coming. You absolutely yeah. can make that choice. Because neither your eyes nor your ears are going to make you stop. <laughs> you still get to make that choice. But why would you ignore that information? It's valuable information. Your emotions do the exact same thing. They're trying to give you feedback about your environment that you can't see. You can only experience it emotionally. So to ignore that feedback is ignoring a part of your human experience that's really designed to help you. Yeah. It just um I don't I don't I don't be trying to feel weak. But it's not about feeling weak. To acknowledge that you feel sad is also okay. You then need to take the next step of I feel sad. What's causing me to feel sad? You know, what is it about this situation that I need to understand on a different level? Yeah. 
And then maybe there is something to fix with it, but maybe it's more so about gaining that understanding. Yeah, you're right. The other thing I want to throw out here is part of having a long, happy, healthy relationship is that both you and your partner are equally opening up and being vulnerable and sharing your feelings and your life experience with each other. Because that's what helps people to not feel alone when you know this other person gets your life experience. So last question in this section, how do you feel about her sadness. How do I feel about her sadness? Um, I think I kind of answered that already. Um, you want to fix it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like her to be sad. I don't even want her to be sad. So it's like, if she's not feeling so, so like if she's feeling sad or whatever, it's like I gotta come and change, change her mood and fix it because I don't want my woman. Because I don't want want my woman being sad. So, question. So, what do you think it says about you if your woman is sad? Um. I mean, I mean, if it's not like regarding me, just her being sad. Period. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I mean, everybody gets sad, so it don't really say much about, but like, let me see. Do you I'm trying, I'm trying. And make you look a certain way. Um, that yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and no. Okay, explain. Yeah, and no, because like, I say yeah because I um I say yeah because like. I'm here with her, right? So, like, if she's sad, she should be able to come to me so that so that I can fix how she feel. So, like, it's like if I can't fix that, then it's like it's like what am I here for? You feel me? It's like I don't. I, um, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying to break it down correctly though. But but it's also no because like it's like everybody gets sad. It's sad. It's an emotion. So. It's normal for her to get sad. I understand, but I think what you just said is a huge piece to this. That if you can't fix it, what are you there for? So being able to fix things goes into your self-worth, how you view her worth of you, and you're kind of it almost sounds like you are weighing the life of the relationship on whether you can fix everything or not and if you can't fix it then you somehow failed 
and there's no need for you. Yeah. You're right. So I want to help you shift this. Because most people are in relationships not because of what the other person can fix and do for them in their life, but because they feel like this person understands them. Above a whole lot of other self-sustaining things in life, people want to feel connected and understood. And that can only happen if both parties are being vulnerable with each other and they're showing their weaknesses, they're showing their sadness, they're showing their hurt, and it's okay to just be that way. It's not a, okay, let's hurry up and dry your eyes and fix your face and do all this and, and be something else. It's no, it's okay for me to be every part of me. And this person makes me feel good about being that. Yeah. You're right. So you said there is a yes and a no. We heard the yes. What's the no side? <laughs> what do you mean? What's the no side? Well, I asked you um, what her sadness says about you. And you said, yes, there's an aspect of her sadness saying something negative about you. But then you said there's also a no, that there's a part of this that doesn't say something negative about you. Yeah, because like, so you said the yes, that was the no. Yeah, the no is it don't say nothing about me because because it's normal for for her to have for her to have um to have my emotions for her to get sad. So that's normal. So 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 that's not a knock on me. It just that's how she's feeling. That's where I want you to stay. Every time she's sad, instead of you getting into that place of, oh my gosh, this says something about me if I can't make her feel better, but to take a deep breath and say, this is normal. This is a normal part of life. It's nothing to do with you. It's her experience. All you need to do is make it okay for her to have her experience. All right, all, all right, I'm on it, I'm on it, I'm on it. <laughs> it's, not it's not gonna change overnight, and that's perfectly fine, you know, but as long as it's in there, you're working on it, the wheels are turning. All right. Okay. All right, so now you guys are gonna talk about each other's sadness. So back to you, B. Can you tell when he's feeling sad? <clears throat> yeah. How? Um, he just like looks out of it. Like I don't. I can tell on his face, or it's like normally him like playing around and laughing and stuff like that. Like that's that's just him on a daily. So the moment that he's not, I'm like, okay, something is wrong. 
Oh, it looks like he wants to cry, but he won't cry. Or he looks like really defeated, like in his face. But he just won't say anything. He's like, no, I'm like, or he'll be like, oh, I'm just tired. But I know that he's not just tired. Like, you're tired for a reason. And something is wrong. And then it'll be either like days later or something. Then he'll be like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is why I felt that way. Or I'll find out. I don't know. But he, he, he tried to hide it a lot. So what does that do to you when he tries to hide it from you? Um... <clears throat> It's like, I feel kind of like, um, like there's like a disconnect or something. It's like, you know, you can't say like when I'm sad, like you got to fix it, you got to do this, you got to jump into action. But then when it's, you know, the sadness is on you, I'm just basically like supposed to just sit around and just say, okay, whatever, forget it. So it's like, I'm not acknowledging how you feel because I don't know how you feel. answered this question because it's like how does he respond to you trying to <laughs> respond yeah. to his sadness and it sounds <laughs> like he just kind of pushes you away and shuts down the conversation have any additional thoughts about his sadness? Um, yes. So, basically, like I said, like, um, we heard the question, like, two different ways, so I guess we might as well just address it. So, there was an incident that occurred years ago, and after we talked it out or whatever, I asked him, you know, like, was it bothering him and stuff like that, and he's like, no, it's like, just whatever. Cool. I kept asking because I knew that it bothered him. But now he's like, um, the other day, he's like, oh, well, you know, I think I should bring it up because, you know, he basically heard the question as, um, name a time that your partner made you sad. So he's like, oh, well, I'm going to bring it up and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, okay, it's weird. Like, I don't mind you bringing it up because I feel like, okay, it happened, whatever. I already took, like, full accountability for it. But why bring it up now when I've been asking you for years if it's an issue or how it bothered you and you're, like, just brushing it off and saying, like, oh, it doesn't matter, like, this, whatever. So it's like, why now? I never said. I never said it didn't matter. You did. I really, I really didn't. I really didn't. It was more so. It was more so. It was more so. Um. It was more so. It was how she said it. 
she said at that point it was none it was none of my business so so if you telling me it was not it was none of my business then all right i'm not even going to go back and forth because 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 you don't you don't told me already you you don't told me that 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 uh, that that uh, it was my business from the jump so so i'm not going to dwell on it but i'm going to just keep on going yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna make it a problem if you said. It's if you said. If you said. It a problem. If you saying that we move past it, it's, 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 it's the uncomfortable conversation. Yes, I know that. Obviously, but you have to have uncomfortable conversations, and I'm okay with that. But it seems like you are not. All right. Yeah, but it's like. All right, so all right. my question was why I bring it up now when we had years to discuss it. Because issue, that you know was. I'm coming to you. Because, because how? Because, because how I heard the question was a time that you made me sad, and that's the only time, time, time I could think of. So, so it's like, no, no, no. That's why, that's why, that's why, that's why it will come up now because, because that's the only time. I understand, but if it's coming up now for you to even think like if that's your first thought, it's obviously still bothering you some kind. Of All right, okay. So, um. That's it. That's just that's just how I heard it. So so that's the only thing that I could think of that could come up. So it's not like it's not it's not she made it seem like 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 um uh, it's still bothering me or whatever. Because 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 that's the only time. Okay, so let me address this. <laughs> so I can understand um memory is dependent on being triggered. So if, you know, something that was said, it triggered a memory of, oh yeah, there's this thing. And so now it's brought its attention back to it, brings us to another dynamic. So what I like to kind of like share with couples is everybody has their emotional bank. Cup of water, <laughs> the demonstration. So you need to have so much in this emotional bank to like the person. You have to have so much more to love the person. And you have to have it all the way filled in order to be in love with the person. Well, when negative things happen in a relationship, it's like poking holes in the cup. And depending on how emotionally damaging that event was, that will determine not only the size of the hole, but also the location of the hole. And if you imagine if I put a hole in the cup right here, no matter how much water I put in, everything's going to keep going down to this low point. So part of what I do work on with couples is let's figure out where that old hurt, that old damage to the relationship is and repair it. Because otherwise, no matter how much good you pour in, you're always going to keep coming back to this low point of whatever the damage was. But if you work on it, then we can repair the hole and you can get to a point where you can remember, oh yeah, that thing happened, but there's no emotional connection to it anymore. So if that's something we need to talk about, I can definitely <laughs> mark that on here as something to revisit. 
We have a little bit of time left, so let's swap. Um, okay, so you said a little bit before, but um, we'll just recap. How can you tell when she's feeling sad? Um. Well, well, well. She is very unvocal, so like she would, she would tell me. Cause she's sad. She'll look. She'll look sad. No, but she'll, but she'll tell me if she's um, sad. She don't got. She don't got. She don't have a problem telling me. Okay. So, what does she do when she's sad? Um. It'll be more. Well, at first. She'll try to be alone at first. She'll do she do a lot of a, a lot of she'll get up and go and like go in a different room or or just like isolate herself at first and then I guess when she feeling a little bit better, she'll come and try to tell me. We've already kind of covered um, the general idea of how you respond to her sadness, which is to fix it. Like, do you have specific examples of like how you try to fix it? Um, it really like depends on whatever uh, on whatever uh, on whatever the whole the whole situation is. What she said, it'll go by how I'm trying to fix it. Like, it like she's sad because um, you see. For instance, if she's sad because like her nail appointment got canceled or something, I just tell her, "Come on, we go to a different one," or, or it's all right. You can just wait until they got an appointment for you, or you go to a different one. It just like um, that's just a um a, um example or something. I'm not allowed that space um, to just be sad. Like, I can't, like, be in the moment of sadness because it's like, oh, hurry up, let's fix it before we even see it. Maybe I don't want to So, I'm curious. So, taking that same example that, okay, went forward to your nail appointment and then it got canceled last minute, like, how would you want him to interact with you in that type of moment? Just like kind of let me vent a little bit. Like, don't just, um, like, you know, what if I've already checked out all the nails for like in the area and I didn't like the way they were already booked, you know, and this was like my last resort kind of thing. It's like, you're not allowing me to even tell you. You know, like what my issue is with that appointment being canceled because you're already like, oh, okay, we're just going here. Or if I'm feeling <clears throat> down about something, you'll be like, oh, we're just going out with your friends. Like, I don't really want to be here. I can't hear you. Oh, what happened? You can okay. hear me now? Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened. 
Um, it's like he'll just be like, "Oh, well, just go somewhere with your friends, or let me get your phone, let me call them real quick, and y'all can just go out." And it's just like, I don't want to be with them. I don't want to go to a movie now, so I just want you to listen to what. And the moment he like, you know, trying to to, like just shut me up, then that's when it becomes a problem. So you just want to be listened to, right? And then becomes like frustrating, and now it's like the next. I hear the baby, but I can't hear you. <laughs> I feel like you know, um, like you just. I feel like this is a constant conversation. So it's like you know, I've already told you. <laughs> I've already told you, you know, this bothers me. I'm asking you to listen. And then it keeps happening again and again. So now I'm even more frustrated because you already know how I would like for you to handle it. Like, I've already been vocal and I've already expressed to you what I want. And you're still doing the complete opposite. From another special tip, you can that's going here um i want to ask you guys because um just covering sadness has taken us two sessions and the remaining feelings that we can go over are anger let's see what else i have anger love pride and fear. Um, so I want you guys to let me know if you want to go through all of them or if you want to pick and choose certain ones that you feel are more important. It's all it's all on you. Whatever you think gonna help us. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is we can continue to work on the meta emotions, but I also want to cover some of the other topics that were brought up today, such as the okay. finances, the friends, and whatever the one thing is that you know made Jay feel sad. <laughs> so, right. so we will work them in and try to kind of like split the sessions half and half. So we're kind of like making 
progress and movement of both ends. Okay, that's fine. Alrighty. It's our time for today. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you next week. All right, you guys take care. You too. Bye-bye. I'm Helen B. Hicks, and thank you for having tuned in to another episode of What Would Helen Say? Please come back next week as my couple continues their meta-emotions interview, and they pick one of three topics to explore. Will it be finances, his best friend, or the time that she made him sad? Come back next week to find out which one. Once again, if you like the work that I'm doing and you would like to support me, or if you're interested in gaining premium access to detailed notes of how you can apply these skills to your own life, please click the link below for more information. Thank you.